Hello, Meg. How are you? Hello, Susan. I'm well. We have survived the holidays. Indeed, <laughs> we did. Um, okay, let's start with da, 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 da. what's the best thing that you ate this week? <gasps> I don't know. I was thinking <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing's really really stood out um significantly. Um I had a delicious almond croissant and a cup of coffee. Um, we had a like family dentist appointment um, really early. And so really? we all headed over to our amazing dentist in Lane Cove, um, who used to be in Castle Hill, but then he's moved and we followed him because he's great. Um, and he's not allowed to eat for half an hour. And I had, hadn't had oh, breakfast where I went because it was a really Lira. early and we'd kind of forgotten. It was like, ah, the alarm went off. Like, Why is the alarm going off? Oh, that's right. We all need yeah. to hop in the car. So I was really hungry and I hadn't had coffee yet. Um, and so on our way from there to where we were going for the rest of the day, um, we just stopped in at a um, bakery at Monavale and grabbed a oh, coffee. Oh, yes. Um, and I grabbed an almond croissant and it was delicious. It wasn't too sweet. Oh. It had lots of the sort of almond mealy. Oh, yeah. What's that stuff called? Frangipane, is it? That yes, that? yes, yes, yes. It had lots of that in it and it was, um, that's probably it. That was probably the best thing. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty what good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, oh, I haven't had I think I've had an almond croissant since I bought one at, oh, I really miss this patisserie. Icky Sticky Patisserie in Lawn. People who live in Lawn, they all know about this place. Oh, um, and for my birthday, because it was right near our old office in Maitland, um, I'd always, for every kids' birthdays as well, like rather than making a cake, we'd go and buy like a selection mm. of their little handmade little pastry things yep. um yeah and when I went to get the ones for my birthday I also bought myself um an almond croissant oh delicious best thing ever and that one was better than the one I had on the weekend but still it was delicious That's I do love it good um, patisserie is just uh, a thing of joy I um my brother lives in Scarborough in Western Australia and there's a French patisserie there and it's pretty much like it opens with what it's opening with, and once it's gone, they shut. Well, that's this place in Lawn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like we're open until it's sold out. And that yeah, could yeah. Be really early, or yeah, it might be that's a right. Bit You're like, surely you'd make more. Like, nope. <laughs> no. Nope. We want to go home. They have the most. And it's so much oven space and so much yeah. time. And also, actually... like a bit of scarcity is probably just you that's know true. You that don't want to be out of, you know, people can just turn up whenever they feel like and just get it. <laughs> and get whatever they want. Yeah. yeah. It just makes me laugh because, uh, like, it, it's just, yeah, really delicious. Mm. Really, really delicious. But um, what was mine? And what about you? What was the best thing you've had to eat this week? Um, I made, actually made, of all things, chumming last night. Oh, nice. And it was really quite delicious. You know, sometimes, and it was a bit of a use up. Lettuce like, wrap, like a, I oh know that's Santro Bell. I'm thinking of the wrong one. No, noodles. no, like a, with noodles, yeah. yeah. But um, like I'd made spaghetti bolognese earlier in the week and I always cook too much pasta. So I had like a whole container of cooked spaghetti. Oh. And so I used that instead of the noodles. Yeah. What? I can't remember now with like. Rump Put cabbage in yours, like yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I, had, I had like sort of almost half a cabbage, and I had, I had a few things, and I had like this piece, like a remnant piece of rump steak that you know I'd bought heaps of rump steak for something and hadn't used it all. So just and I did the velveting thing, so I followed the recipe uh, to me. Oh, yeah. always, always, just delicious. It was, and it's it was fun. really like 
old school Chinese restaurant type of. Oh, cool. Yeah. With pasta. And, yeah, oh, which okay. was like like sort of hockey and noodles. It's just wheat noodles, anyway. really. Like it's not that different. Yeah. I know. And it, like I think if you didn't know it was spaghetti, it you wouldn't mm. have known. Like actually yeah, not cool. much of the difference is anyway. But, yeah, it was delicious and it cleared quite a few things out of my fridge. So love that. Yay. Yeah, I did a um, – this is not one of the best things I ate, but it cleared out stuff from my fridge. I just had a whole lot of um, – I was making a pasta, didn't have enough canned tomatoes. Oh, make yes. This tuna pasta thing that we make. Um, it's not very exciting, but it, it does the job. Um, but I had a heap of tomatoes from one of my rest, one of my veggie boxes. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I chopped that up, but I also had, I had some onions and I had a sad-looking zucchini and I had just like a few mm. things and I was like, I need to stretch this. Um, and I also had some sardines, because I'm not sardines, some anchovies because I'd used oh, yeah. them in something I didn't need many for. Um, I thought it was just, it's a tuna thing anyway. So yeah, I sort of have yeah. made this really rich tomato sauce that I can use on its own on pasta yep. down the track, but I use it in the like tuna pasta bake and it was actually mm. really very tasty, but just the satisfaction of, it's so weird, um, <laughs> of using up stuff that's yes. about to have. Oh, and I think it was like a whole bag of baby spinach that was like a day over. I was like, yep. put that in, drizzle it through. Yep. Happy days. Loved yep. it. Never it was quite yummy. again. No, I have some in a snap-up bag in my freezer that's I've written um, like tomato, veggie, paste, and then in brackets, anchovies, don't use in non-fish. <laughs> like <laughs> don't use this thinking it's tomato paste. Yeah, because you can get away with one or two anchovies and it's just salty. Yes, but this had oh, more than that. Jar. It's definitely yeah, fishy. It's, it's fishy, um, which will be fine in a marinara. It'll be fine in an tuna yeah. based thing. No worries, but not in your bolognese. You wouldn't want to accidentally pop it on pizza. No, unless you, well, unless you're going to have a seafood pizza, that would be beautiful. Actually, yeah. I might I do that. Yeah, <laughs> the perfect help. base for a seafood <laughs> pizza. Very <laughs> 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 right, messy. I mean, next week when I come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Delicious. I had this amazing pizza. <laughs> And now I can never make that sauce again. Yeah, I know, right? Because it's not a. It's What's there's that no song? recipe. I left the cake out in the rain. Oh, no, I'm not. You're, I'm not. I'll. I'll find. No, it's a. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> My face is like I what now. What? Oh, it's a seventies. Oh, maybe it's. Like, oh, I don't know. Anyway, never mind. If I okay. remember what the song is called, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> okay, and send it to me as well. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to sing it. Yeah, sounds, um, and as yeah, there's a line. I don't think that I can take it because it took so long to bake it, and I'll never have to be again. Oh, no. <laughs> oh no! This is this is ringing bells. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this can't is definitely ringing it. bells. I think okay. I do know what you're talking about. We'll actually. find it later, and we'll chuck it in the show notes. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so um, today we're not talking about random music. Um, we were doing an <laughs> ask me anything podcast episode today um and we got a very cool question um through instagram on our instagram um, stories the other night yes so what was our question we had a few Maybe questions that i thought today we could choose the first one at the top of the list i've dieted for so long i don't know what i like i'm confused mm. i just want to eat normally and i had a little sad to your face oh i know oh I'm... i so have heard that before right yeah i don't even know what like, i like yeah yes. like when did food become so yeah. hard yeah i remember um, and i think the there's, there's such a clue in that i just want to eat normally yeah yeah because what has become normalized or normal mm. or what most people are doing is actually not 
normal healthy like, yeah oh my, you know, it's not easy loaded word it's not easy it's, it's not, not peace yes beautiful I like that word it's actually normal is this fraught busy head yeah messy yeah. head syndrome um, yeah. around every food yeah decision yeah and there's yeah, shame in it too mm-hmm. I think I remember yeah. someone saying once I'm 42 I shouldn't mm-hmm. be able to know how to eat I should know how to eat by now this is ridiculous yeah. like dude this is not your fault I know yeah this oh. is where everyone is I'm surprised when I'm actually surprised when I find someone who does have a fairly natural relationship with yes food yes just yes in a relaxed way who hasn't been through an eating sort of recovery to get there uh-huh. <laughs> yes because most people I know who have the most the best relationship with food it's because they've come from a place they've, where they had the worst relationship with food and they know what's at stake yeah um yeah. so yeah so I definitely um there's a lot in that hey yeah, I've dieted for so long. I don't know what I like. I'm confused. I just want to eat normally. And I think that mm. you know, it is a question sometimes you'll ask people, you know, what do you like? And they just look blank at you. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Am I, is that a question I'm allowed to even like, have thoughts on? Or what? is it what should I be eating? Yeah, yeah. what's the right answer? Um, and it's that just that, like, complete example of how dieting disconnects us from mm our our body our senses yeah. our pleasures our our dislikes even yeah you know, yeah like, yeah it's yeah totally like things are totally mechanical you know and yes, like, when like we've that done funny the, sorry you go catering, I was gonna say when we've done the catering at um the retreats before and there'll be certain foods that people have just there no I will mm-hmm. actually never eat those foods because they are so so ruined by diet culture yeah I ate so much of it and I actually hate it I hate it yeah. I never liked it and I was eating it anyway because tuna and spring water that's one that someone had yeah, yeah and um, baby spinach leaves baby spinach leaves yeah. broccoli like ah Yes. Almonds. Well, the whole reason this podcast name, right? That's Almonds right. have been exactly. like I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And we had to redeem them. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know. So so where do we Well, start? I was gonna say, um, when you said like people don't actually know what they don't like either. Uh, and how I've had that experience where I've had people will do some Michael eating in sessions, they bring something that's buzzy or something you feel like yep. you can't be trusted around or can't sort of stop eating and we'll just kind of slow it down. We'll understand what's going on in your head when you eat this. We'll tune into what's going on in your mouth when you eat this um, and have people have foods that they felt they were completely out of control around yep. be like, this isn't even nice. Yeah, like, oh, no. I don't. When I actually tune in. I don't like this at all. Like it's not even like a. There's a point yeah, where and, it's not pleasurable. Yeah. It's yeah. And really going. early on for some things. Yeah. And other people, it, that doesn't happen. Like that's not the goal of the mindful eating, but it's always how shocked people are. Hang on a minute. I thought this was the best yeah. thing ever yeah. because they're not connected. They're not connected to their mouth. They're not connected to their body when uh, they're eating it. It's the instant all in it comes head. out, the buzz starts and then the mm. recrimination starts yes. Yes. and then it's gone. Mm, that's right and hasn't haven't actually you might be left with a yuck in your taste in your mouth but that's not unusual um so I think there's so it's such a loaded question because there's so much in there Mm. of yeah um, I don't know what I like there's a few months of consulting (laughs) (laughs) so in a nutshell um 
I think the thing that's that sort of comes up for me is that um, you know when people talk about starting like a non-diet, um, for want of a better word, journey or process, um, mm. and you know they talk about making peace with all the foods. Mm. You know? So again, and and a bit like we've talked about before, like where are you starting from? Like if I'm here and I don't actually know what I like, well, there's only one way of finding out. Mm. I have to try some things, yeah, and and find out. Yes, the only way round is through. <laughs> yeah, is. That's right. So <laughs> I, I so often be like, it's like we're going on a bear hunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yep. can't go around it. You can't go over it. You can't yep. go under it. You got to go through it. Um, and actually finding safe ways to do that. Um, yeah, and yeah. that little bit of exposure and um, and what I find really interesting, and I've had this conversation with a number of clients who they're like, I'm done dieting. I can't do that anymore. I'm absolutely not doing that. But don't actually know any, don't really have had trouble saying no to any options because I feel like every time they're offered food, they should say yes because otherwise they're dieting. Uh, yes. And so they'll be eating things that they don't really want or eating things they don't really want, but they feel like if I say no to that, that's restrictive, that's a diet. And so yes. I have to say yes. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think that can be a helpful thing to do actually for a little while for people. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but again, it's a disconnection mm-hmm. and a not trusting, oh, no, just because I could have a donut with this cup of coffee yes. right now, um, doesn't actually mean I have to yeah. if, I don't, if I don't actually feel like it right yep. now. Yeah. Um, that's, that's okay. Like the, it's not, and I think that's in part because our culture has gotten to the point where the only reason to say no to something is because you're on a diet. Yes. Um, and you know that if you ever say no to, like, if you're at a party and you fall and someone's like, hey, you want some more yeah. cake? And you're like, no, thanks. Oh, you're being good. Oh, oh you want a diet. Oh, no, yeah. I just know. Don't want any more cake. I'm sure you found yourself in this situation when people know you're a dietitian and so therefore they expect that you eat a certain way, find yeah. yourself stunt eating. <laughs> oh, I call it performance, performative eating. Yeah, like yeah, I want yeah. people to know that I eat everything and I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have the chips. I am so not hungry. Or, yeah, I think the cake. I know I don't. Well, I think I've told the story before of cheesecake um, at the, my old office. So when I was working at oh, the yeah, we'd often yeah. do, um, we'd do birthday cake, you know, in the office. And um, a lot of people in the office liked like normal cheesecake I love baked cheesecake but a cold gelatin cheesecake I just actually can't I really just like it mm. but I would feel like pressure like yeah. dietitians I've got to eat all the things there were a few diety stuff happening in the department not a lot actually we're pretty lucky but a little bit and so I would always like eat it and be like I don't like this yeah. why am I doing this and then I got the point and that was sort of probably early-ish on the non-diety stuff for me um and getting to the point of oh I can also be like no thanks yes <laughs> I don't I don't have to performatively eat this um yeah I can be like no I, I just don't like it a ricotta baked cheesecake on the other hand yeah yeah, yeah story yeah um but I think that's the thing we get to this point of just losing our agency around food yes so I think with that sense of you know, being prepared to experiment, explore and adventure with food and being able to stay present and mindful 
in in a way is just being like aware of what am I tasting? What am I smelling? What am I feeling in my body? Mm. What am I noticing? What am I noticing that I'm thinking? Yeah. That sort what of I was thing. thinking before I started thinking about yeah. food, who's yeah. around me, who might be impacting my choice here. Yeah. So just being All able to like with curiosity evaluate the experience so you can, that you're left in position to be able to make a decision. So yes. it's actually... There's some intention, there's there's choice in that. So a sense of, like you said, agency or or having some some choice in, yeah. the, in the matter. Yeah. And for this person to ask the question, I think there might be a stage for them at the beginning-ish of the of the J word of the journey. <laughs> um, where it might be that we don't really even pay heaps of attention to what do you feel like? Um, but start with some sort of scaffold around or it's going to have, we're just going to be eating regularly. Um, And it doesn't matter if the peanut butter toast doesn't blow your mind and it's not amazing. It doesn't matter Mm. if, you know, you have porridge and it's not really what you feel like, but it was there and it was accessible and it does the job. And it's fine. Yeah. And it's fine. That's That's okay as well. That's another trap, isn't it, that people get stuck in, I think, with, say, with some of the, like the non-diet approaches is, that this idea of checking in, trying to assess, see what you like, that it always has mm. to be perfect, a perfect match for what it and has to exactly feel like right now. Get out of whole food. And I will often work with people and say, well, is can you think of even just a texture or a temperature yes. that you feel like? Yeah, yeah, go with yeah. that. Feel like something hot or feel like something cold? Yeah. Just start there and anything in those in those big broad categories. Sweet or feel like something crunchy or feel like something soft. Yeah. Um, if, and if, but even that might come later. It still might be, you know what? Yeah. We're going to dial it right back, zoom right out yes. <laughs> and, uh, and look at, are we eating regularly? Yeah. Did I start eating fairly soon after I woke up? Did I mm-hmm. sit down or prepare something that was, you know, enough? Yeah. How do I know? And that's, it. yeah, it's the other thing. How do I know it's enough? Right. How did I feel before? How do I feel mm. after? Yeah. Could I navigate the next couple of hours without thinking about food? Yep. is often how I um, give us a bit of indications whether it is sort of enough um, is that you've and, and then you kind of just get to not have any strong signals coming from your body around hunger yep. fullness because it's like I don't need to tell you anything I'm fine um, and you can get on with the next couple of hours without it buzzing on your brain yeah and I think you know if- as much as there is just relentless diet culture sort of everywhere, <laughs> sometimes looking outside as to what have I seen other people have? Totally. I've wondered about maybe, and there might be a bit of a, like a, there's a few things that I'm maybe curious about that I haven't let myself have, or I've seen somebody have this at work for morning tea mm. and I was always, you know, just quote unquote being good. Um you know, giving yourself that sort of like sometimes being cued off what other what you've seen other people do can be mm-hmm. just spark some thoughts about, all right, well, I could try that. Um, Absolutely. Definitely. I remember a client saying to me once, um, you know, they can't diet again. I just cannot. Mm, this idea I love of, when people arrive and say that. <laughs> the idea of like, the right place. Yeah, <laughs> stepping off a cliff without a parachute. with the That's mm. that, their thought about like, well, if I'm not on a diet, I've got like nothing. And I think that's, you know, coming back to like what we were saying, that structure of regular, you know, mm. your day starts here at this time and, you know, you're going to bed at this time. 
if you broke that up around every three hours or so, how often are you going to be eating? And for most people, it's going to be, you know, five or six times probably, four, five, six, somewhere Somewhere in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and yeah, if you were to be sort of looking at your day like that, well, you know, what would it be helpful to have around? Mm. And yeah, what are you aware of being close to you or available to you, whether you're at home or work or in the car, near shops, whatever it mm. might be? So. Yeah. And I think sometimes we will, I will um, offer some context to like the amount of food, the average, like what we know from the research, what's the yeah, average yeah. it takes that meets good nutritional yeah. requirements for yeah. 50% of the yeah. population? Yeah. Are we at least there? Yeah. Um, and so it might be around mixing, like a mixture of different food groups or a mixture of different macronutrients or yeah. something like that. Um, but again, being really aware, where are we on this journey? Are we at the point where this can be a really useful tool or is this just going to become a weapon of, uh, diet, yeah. like you're getting it right you're getting it wrong yes if that's you didn't right get too fruit, then oh no there's a problem of you <laughs> oh no what a disaster like no 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 yes <laughs> I think that's the Gentle. thing isn't it because having a framework can be really really helpful a bit like that sort of paint by numbers type of thing you know um bit of guidance a bit mm. of something to like reference against as long as it is in the service of did this work for me? Yes. Am I and trying I, to fit myself into can, it? Yeah. Or did this work for me? Yes. Too much, too little, too frequent, yeah. not frequent enough. Like what would I need and to do? I think do sometimes if you don't know what you feel like, that can be useful. Sometimes if I don't really know what I feel like in the afternoon, I can be like, oh, well, you know what? I actually haven't had any fruit today. Yeah. Does anything in the fruit bowl look appealing to me? <laughs> and if the answer is no, I'm not going to force myself to eat a piece yeah. of fruit. Yeah. Um, but it may. sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, actually. Really like fruit, apple. Yeah. Maybe add some cheese or some yeah. peanut butter to go with it to round it out. Um, or it might be, oh yeah, look, I actually haven't had um, any dairy. I'll have a hot chocolate instead of a yes, whatever, a cup of tea. Doesn't matter. Like, so I think sometimes it can be useful to be like, if I don't really know what I feel like, yeah. is there a gap I can plug? Yeah, because I think that's a you know, it's trying to like I really like the way Rick Kaussman in his If Not Dieting Then What talks about the idea of, you know, when we've been using sort of dieting, it's like rowing with one arm. So really, really strong, probably, you know, Mm. we might know a lot about, you know, nutrients and we might know a lot about like serving sizes or calories or they might not be useful. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. We may have been using those as a weapon, but we know know them anyway. It's the the informant. That idea of like temporarily putting them down to strengthen up your intuition to but but you're gonna oh. pick up some nutrition knowledge again because it's sort you of both arms like, to row. Yeah, that's right like <laughs> so you might feel like you're going around in circles the other way for a little while um while you explore you know perhaps chips lollies you know soft drink whatever you've banned really whatever, whatever the band items have, have yeah yeah or while you're trying to like what would yeah, what could I discover here? What would be a new thing for me? But yeah, like nutrition is like somewhat of a useful science still. And probably the things that we've talked about being foods around the world for generations and generations, they're still food and yeah. they still have value um, to, for as it from a place of being a tool to take mm. care of ourselves. So yeah. Um, you know, fibre still helps with, you know, digestive regularity. Um, yeah, that's right. 
No, it does. And I think, and I've probably said this before because I'm a bit of a broken record when it comes to this question, um, which I often will ask people to reflect on um, to help them decide what they like versus what they're trying to use to manipulate the body size of, well, again, that if I could be sure that between now and when I die, my body size is not going to change no mm-hmm. matter what I do. Well, what do I do? Like all the other stuff still stands, right? So that still fiber helps with digestion and yep. high, high, high salt diets are associated with high blood pressure and all that sort of stuff. So all the health yes. relationships exist, but we are letting go of the perceived link between diet and body size. Um, what do you want to do? Like how do you actually want to nourish yourself? What are your values around food? What makes you feel good in your body? How can you pay attention to any particular diet-related conditions that you have when we take weight out of the picture? Um, And that often frees people up to really dig into what their actual value is. Yes, yeah. And what it makes them feel like inside. Yeah. And I think like coming back to what you were saying right at the beginning, that freeing yourself up from like what you do like, you know, sorry, freeing yourself up from diet culture, thinking and exploring, often it's framed with it. I'm, I can oh, now I can say yes to everything. It's like also I can say no to some things. Yeah, and like I don't actually think. have to say yes to it all. Mm. It's there's there's both in that um, yeah. equation now. So and I think being really curious and I like a little bit of like the way that I try to help my kids. Um, expand their curiosity and their acceptance of food Mm -hmm. by doing food experiments like literally we will I remember one we did where we bought um all the different types of mandarins oh yeah down yeah yeah and we peeled them all and we decided like are they easy to peel have they got lots of seeds are they sweet or sour are they a good lunchbox choice was like how we were because I was the imperials were gone right imperials always win on all that (laughs) but they were gone they their season was finished but all these other mandarins were around um and actually being really curious and I think do it like get a million different you get six different yogurts if you've yeah. been convincing yourself that that horrendously sour fat-free sugar-free fat-free really thin yogurt is amazing okay well let's actually test it next to the normal Greek yogurt yeah and yeah it's a flavored yogurt and let's actually be be, be curious <laughs> what other different context you might um, want these in you might have convinced yourself you don't actually like yogurt if that's the only yogurt oh, you goodness, had. yeah. Very <laughs> absolutely. But also some of the really higher fat yogurts, they do leave a mouthfeel that's a bit much as well. Yes. So, you know, there's a particular yogurt which I will buy occasionally, but I can I really only manage a small portion with my muesli because it's food, actually yeah. a bit it's a bit too much mouthfeel because of the fat content. Um and so that's okay too to be like, you know what, actually yeah, that one, I wouldn't want a tub of it. No, but gee, I'd love a little, like a little bit of the, um, the unsweetened one with my curry. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so again, like actually having that really experimental approach of I don't know, like they love this question. I don't know what I like. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's like category by category, or yes. particular food by particular food. Buy a bunch of different muesli bars and taste them. If you know, if you want there to be a bar that you like to throw in your bag, a nut bar or whatever. Okay, let's buy a few and taste them yeah um and just knowing that your body can handle it your body can handle you eating all the ones that are there yes (laughs) um or deciding some of them you really don't like and so you give them away or yep don't know donate them them, whatever um 
And again, at the end of the day, there probably will be less waste because you've found the ones that you want. And so you're going to buy those and then you're probably going to eat them rather than having them sit in your cupboard. As well is when you are fairly certain and steady with food and, you know, most of the time you do eat things that you like, it actually makes it really tolerable to go off. This isn't the greatest muesli bar in the world, but but it's what I need. It's in oh. the bag right now, and totally take the edge off and get me through the. It's, oven. The, it's the tuna pasta, right? We make tuna pasta fake, yeah, relatively regularly. Before I was doing my recipe challenge, I haven't made it for a while, except for the one recently. It's fine, like it's not amazing, but everyone talk, it like it gets gobbled up. Yeah, it's hot. It's got a little crispy cheesy bit on it. That's, that's yep. nice, and it's fine. Um, yep. and it's like I've always got the ingredients in the cupboard and it's good to go. Um, I wouldn't want all my meals to be at that level. I want there to be some other, some fun things and some enjoyable things that I really enjoy, but then that's my values. But yeah, I like, I love that my kids can make do with, and that I can make do with something that doesn't blow your mind. That's fine. In fact, that's reality. Yes. Yeah. And if food has to blow your mind every single time, then, you know, there's probably some other things that you can bring into your life, mm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Get mind blowing from other. <laughs> mind blowing. Have an adrenaline drinky. Go skydiving. <laughs> <laughs> you thought about Everest? No. <laughs> yeah. So Ooh. not knowing what you like. I mean, you could flip that and go, all right, the world's my oyster. It's time mm. to venture, like try. But, yeah, you know, I think it also could be quite an overwhelming thing. Um, but if you're able to, I think, maybe consider it a project over the space of the next weeks and months, mm. with the end goal being I'll know what I like and I'll mm. be able to incorporate that in my regular into my regular diet and like the mental peace that comes with that mm. of like not being you know on edge around food or sort of perpetually disappointed by food mm. um yeah so I think you know the it, the effort and the maybe some of the overwhelm probably can reduce some of the overwhelm by like you said break it into like all right well, I'm trialing biscuits this week or but yeah, the effort's worth it because the mm. payoff is being more peaceful with food and getting more pleasure from food, which we yeah. know from a, if we, you know, can't get away from the fact that we're dietitians. But when people have a more natural relationship with food and a more um, sort of, I guess, intrinsic choices of food, their dietary quality is better. So yeah, well, um, Dr. Fiona Willis' research yes. yeah, shows that dieters have poor dietary variety and yeah. dietary quality. Yeah. And um, there's not many things we know for absolute sure in nutrition, but <laughs> variety and mm. dietary quality, they're, um, they're, they're pretty associated with good health. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's the right. that diet can influence anyway. Um, so, exactly. yeah, yeah, so it's it's worth it for your health even yeah. as well. and that's one of your which is most likely is for people who have you know succumbed to diet culture often it's because they do actually have significant values around health mm-hmm. but they've just had that cultural narrative that health and weight are completely inextricably that's linked right. yes. um, and that the the door to health is a certain weight or the door to health is a certain 
body size mm-hmm. um, and it's not the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the daughter health is engaging in the health behaviours. Yeah, um, that's right. And that it's actually disconnected from a particular body shape or size. And so, yeah, just really trying to yeah. lean into those, those values around health but making sure they actually are hooked in with health rather than the perceived health yeah. of weight or yes. weight loss um, in the case of intentional weight loss in the case of dieting yeah so thanks so, for your question yes that's been helpful to um person who asked that we've got a few others which we'll probably attach attach attack over coming weeks yeah if nothing else pops up in the world of social media that we need to rant about i know it's just <laughs> relentless though they seem only a matter of time <laughs> So many, so many things. Um, But if you are listening and you have your own question, you can submit that to us by email. Um, which or is DM what? on. DM, DM on Instagram is probably easier. Yeah. The link to our email is in our Instagram profile, but it's, I think, is it hello, Megan Susan at gmail.com? I don't know. No, we should know this. I'll tell you. It is hello. We'll put it in the show notes. Oh, you. It's hello, Megan Susan oh. at gmail.com. Lovely. Perfect. E G A N D S U S A N at gmail.com. Um, but yes, you can um, send that through to us. We would love to answer that for you. And um, this is a sort of stuff that we'll be really digging into um in our course modules which is yes and now by the time this podcast comes out i think we will be like days away from opening um, opening our doors for our course the other thing too if um if you're not on our mailing list get to our website which is megansusan.co and join up because Mm -hmm. we will be um sending out emails as well to let people know when the doors open for our course um yeah exciting excellent all right well have a lovely afternoon and um, thank you very much you too uh, we'll chat soon yes indeed Mm -hmm. okay see you everyone